Pod Scott Todd, February 10th, 2021. Second show of February. Very excited to be here. Thank you all for joining us. I want to jump Wait, right in. Yeah. I'm gonna, I, I want to say something really quickly. Um, okay. Disclaimer. So, no, no, no. Have you seen the thing where the people are like, oh, February is the perfect square month this year or whatever? Like, the first was on a Monday, and so, like, the calendar can be a perfect rectangle. Hmm. Have you heard of people saying this? You, you're looking no. in the camera like you have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. I have no so, fucking clue. But you understand what I'm saying. If I'm looking if at a calendar right now. Yes. If your calendar starts on a Monday, ends on a Sunday. But I was yes. like, whose calendar starts on a Monday? I mean, I, I realize internationally that might be a common trend, but in the United States, doesn't it always fucking start on a Sunday? Isn't that the Well, whole... yes, typically, Dilio? but I'm about to blow your mind. I'm about to blow, blow your mind. Because blow my mind. As a runner, I look at my running week as Monday through Sunday. So the, the spreadsheet that I use to track my running starts on Monday and on Sunday. Also, we have a calendar on the fridge that, like, you know, it's a dry erase board. And that one... Much to my surprise, that one is also Monday through Sunday. Generally, I would agree with you. Historically, now on the one side, on the dry erase one, did you did you write in the days like no, making it, it comes, start on a Sunday or is it comes with Monday? It, was, nope. it comes with the grid starts on Monday. You put in the dates, but the huh. actual day of the week is is locked in. It's part of the pattern. well. Anyway, so the the perfect square because obviously. Yes. February has 28 days and four perfect weeks. And if of they course. start on a Monday and your calendar also starts on a Monday, it makes a perfect square. Oh, However, I, I, I've always known a calendar, at least in the United States, to start on a Sunday. So I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not perfect. But right, I, I don't know. I thought it was weird that I have heard also, a couple of couple of podcasts mentioned that february's or i saw it, they definitely talked about it on no, the no dunks podcast which i love that podcast but um, we know and and they uh the the person that mentioned it is canadian so maybe they do that oh. in canada Metric but i also system. saw it on on twitter or something and it was clearly from an american so don't know it's didn't make much sense to me yeah and by the way yeah i don't know i don't know what shins is but um, Didn't make much sense or sense. <clears throat> you know, three out of every four years, and so therefore every five or six years, that's going to happen. So I don't know why people are like, oh my God, like it's a fucking what? meteorite. No, not, no. Every, it <clears throat> should be every seven years. No, because the, the leap years throw it off. When you have a leap year, it skips a day. Yeah, so what? But, okay. So, so like last year? Six? Last, I know the no, leap year but, messes it up, but... It, Yes. If, if the if there were no leap year, it would be every seven years, correct? Correct. But there's going to be and you're saying two. a leap year pushes it ahead a day, two days. So like a day. So like so last year, let me check to make sure I'm right. But last year, I bet you, you check. February started on a Saturday. Okay. But because it was a leap year, and I am yeah. correct because it was a leap year, it's now starting on a Monday this year as opposed to a Sunday. Okay, so every so leap year two, pushes it ahead a day. Three, four, five. It's five or six years, depending on when. But you said three years, every three or four years. No, no, no. I said three out of every four years, meaning three out of every four years, you move ahead one day. The fourth year, you move ahead two, two days. 
That's what I was talking yeah. about. I'm just saying every fourth oh, year is But a it leap wouldn't year. be perfect every four years. No, 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 no. The calendar would no. It would it no. would do this square month every four years. And I was nope. like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is a extremely interesting long <laughs> All right, you re- you ready to record? <laughs> Deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> start the show over. This is horrible. No. You brought it up a... with no background like nothing to, to build on. What's up with the square month? I don't know. Okay, next topic. Well, no, my whole and, point was my whole point was calendars start on Sunday in the United they States. Do. do they not? They absolutely okay. should. The week I'm starts not crazy. on a Sunday. You are not crazy at all. When I visualize Carry it in on. my head, it starts on a Sunday because it's that's not a Sunday or a Monday. Carry on, my wayward son. Carry on, my. All right. Um. By the way, just because we're talking about, I I I was on this kick recently. I, I'm rewatching the original Office, the UK version. And, um, and season one, episode four or five during one of the many parties that they have, they played, uh, the song I'm not in love by 10 CC. You familiar with that? I'm not in love. Yeah. Just because. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Like sound, like the whole, the whole phonics of that song are incredible, but, um, so like I listened to that hmm. <clears throat> and now I found myself just today mostly, but a few days ago is when I first started listening to that 10cc song. I found myself listening to like songs from the late 70s and early, like ELO. Wait, is and, that song from the late 70s? 76 is when it was recorded. Huh. Terrible year. But yeah, 76. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, it's really interesting like just to hear and I think I, I feel like I'm you would appreciate this because you're a person who likes to listen to records that just the sound quality, even on, I'm obviously just watching this on YouTube, but just the sound quality to my ear, at least is spectacular on some of those. So when you say the sound quality, you mean it's just a fuller, more robust orchestration of the song, not necessarily like that YouTube clip has like five surround sound embedded in it. Yes. A fuller sound, certainly that 10 CC song, a fuller sound, but also I feel like I can hear every individual part better than I can with more modern day songs. Well, yeah, I mean, there. I think there's a lot of recording and mastering people who, I think Metallica was most famous, whatever that al- album was that had like the toilet bowl of shit or whatever as the cover. I don't know, it was, it was long after I stopped Not really listening puppets. to Metallica. Yeah. No, no, it was way after that, but... They they compress the fuck out of all the records like past the '90s, I think, and just sure. uh, like the waveforms jam them all together. And I think historically in the '70s, '80s, probably up through the '80s, they more individual there was tracks. more space in the records, so you could hear individual tracks. And I think part of it, I don't obviously I don't know all the ins and outs of the sound stuff, right. but I think part of it was analog recording seems like Mm -hmm. you should be able to do more of it on digital but i think when you are recording so much stuff your ears can only hear a certain amount i don't know i don't Mm. know why the the difference is but i think a lot of those like classic 60s and 70s the orchestration and then and just the playing is uh is richer and you get sort of a fuller sound and you can pick out like they're the way they're recorded i think you can actually hear depending on the the uh, the the vinyl or whatever you can right. hear individual instruments sort of popping more than more contemporary sounds where it's just a big right. sound that's a technical term 
Yeah. Uh, uh, ironically, I was. This made me think. I was watching again Seinfeld as a rewatch today, <clears throat> and uh, I've started season nine, and George is working at Play Now. Love it. And uh, <laughs> they had the episode where he's Kruger. He, no, no, it's not Kruger. It's Play Now before that with the mm, old boss. Because mm. Kruger's yeah. a different company, I think. I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, he they think George is uh, handicapped or disabled, and so yes. he's riding up the little stair lift, and they're playing. My baby takes the, the motor train. Yeah. Now, Familiar. I knew that song, but I was like, uh, my daughter walked in while that song was playing, and she's like, "What's that song?" Because uh, she likes female singers, and just I, I don't know for some reason it caught her ear. So I found the song, and I don't know if you know who sings this. I'll, I'll let you guess. Or who uh, the artist I, is on that song. I would assume, I don't know, I, someone from the late 60s, early 70s, white woman. That's kind of what I thought. Sheena Easton sings that song. What? That that was my reaction, too. I was like, what the fuck? This is a that Sheena Easton That doesn't make Easton? any sense at all. So I, that that struck me as odd. That yeah. it was a, I mean, Prince wasn't on it or anything. There's no You Got the Look. but Also same, surprising. Same recording artist. I was just like, huh. Wow. Uh, if you if you asked me, I would have yeah, I would have guessed something like uh, the lady that sings Downtown. I can't remember her name. Right. Or like a Dusty Springfield or something. I would yeah. not have guessed sure. Sheena E. No. Or not... some other like or Whitney Houston. I would not have guessed that. I mean, obviously, it's not Whitney Houston, but I feel like they're contemporary in time, maybe not in talent, but right. it's very odd to me that it was Sheena Easton. <laughs> You got the look. Um, <clears throat> you're not confusing Sheena Easton with Sheila E, are you? Wait, is that who's saying you got the look? No, Sheena Easton's saying you got the look, but Sheila E yeah. is no, the I'm one that... I'm pretty sure. Okay. I think the song's called Morning sure. Train. I'm just making sure. Because um, yeah, Sheila, Sheila E also Easton worked with sings Prince. Morning Train. It's from the yes, movie 9 I... to 5. I, I know that. I'm saying I because you said you called her Sheena, you called her Sheena E. I'm just making sure you're not confusing Sheila E, who is the percussionist, oh. who also did a collab with Prince. I mean, Prince did a collab with a lot of bitches, you know what I'm saying? But she also did a collab with Prince. So I just want to make sure we were clarifying the difference between the two. You look, uh, you look you, perplexed. I'm looking to see who you got the look was. No, it was Sheena Easton. I'm looking okay. at her Wikipedia page. You're you're right okay. about that. I'm just, All right. Just well, you, you confusing me. I was like, have I gone crazy? All right. No, maybe. Um, by the way, just to, to clear up something you mentioned Your earlier. Your body's metal... hella slamming is the, my favorite line from that song. Right. Um, I always thought she said your body's hectra slamming, which didn't mean anything, but hella slamming didn't mean anything. That does make more didn't sense. Didn't mean anything to me at the time either. I thought it was Hector slamming too. I was like, maybe that's beyond <laughs> Pentagon. It's Hectorgon. I don't know. Um, that, that's kind yeah. of what I thought. I thought it was some sort of technical yeah, more made shapes. up term. Like, I mean, yeah, Prince, like... you know, Prince does that. Um, by the way, Sheila E., The Glamorous Life. You and me. The Glamorous yeah, Life. You like got me. The man's touch. You know it. Everybody knows it. It's right, You Want quick, to wait, Live. Glamorous life. Whatever. I, you know I'm not good with lyrics. Um, Anyway, see, I blame myself, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. I blame myself. We're twenty. We're fifteen minutes in. We've accomplished nothing on today's show. Um, what are you metal, metal. About? 
we're metal up all, your ass. We're not. 20 I know we're not twenty minutes in. minutes in. I know. I was. Th- I was hoping I was right. Metal up your ass is the Metallica album with the hand coming out of the toilet. Yeah, and anyway, that it's known for being <laughs> very yes. shittily recorded. Okay. And compressed the fuck out. Like they basically took the waveforms. I think digitally because it was sort of new. And like right. expanded it to make it sound louder, and it just made it sound shitty. Is I mean, is the common criticism, I believe. But it may have helped at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, who knows? This is a Metallica album, after all. Um, by the way, side note on that, and I did not realize it until ten minutes ago when you mentioned that album cover. Eighty Eight Fingers Louie, which is a Fat Records band, recorded yes. an album back in the late nineties, mid nineties, called Eighty Eight Fingers Up Your Ass which has a very similar album cover. And I just realized that was an homage to metal up your ass. So good for them. Wait, that Great was album, by the way, that was post the Metallica album. I thought that Metallica album came out in like 2006 or something. You're saying it was from the nineties. I would assume. Let's see. Metal up your ass. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, excuse me. Uh, When did it come out? Why is this so hard to find? This, I mean, the artwork alone looks very old. Like 80s. I, for some reason, can't find it. If you're on Wikipedia... I'm trying to look, but as we all know, my internet sucks while I'm video chatting with you. It's not not from Kill 'Em All. That's not, let's see. That's their first album. Nope. Discography. It's not even mentioned. Yeah, I don't. Hmm. And Justice for All, maybe? No. No. No, it's not metal up your ass. It's not that. It's not a. It's this is an overview of a toilet seat. Oh, maybe it's this coffin one. No. Oh, boy. No, I, I, I found the image. And it's a hand coming out with like a mace, like that old. No, no, no. That's not. Weapon. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not the album I'm talking about. Okay. Then I'll I'll let you figure this out. We'll wait. <laughs> you can carry on with something else. I'll I'll find okay. it. Give me a second. Here we go. In May 1983, Metallica traveled to Rochester, New York, to record its debut album, Metal Up Your Ass. The other that's members decided to eject. That's not the album I'm talking about. It became Kill 'Em All. I'm telling you, it was a. Here we go. Because of conflicts with its record label and its distributor's refusal to release the album titled Metal Up Your Ass, the album was renamed Kill 'Em All. So that might not be the album you're talking about, but that is the album with the hand coming out. In yeah, the that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. So that's not the one that was overly compressed. That's fine. But no. that does make sense because 88 Fingers Louie recorded their album a decade later. So that's the. Hence the homage. Anyway. There is no transition, so I'm going to use that as a transition to what I wanted to start the show off with, which is to mention, we talked last week about Sergeant Melon, I believe it was, the Mountain Dew flavor, the new watermelon flavor. Major of Melon. Major, Major melon. melon. Sorry, that makes a lot more sense. <clears throat> this will be a disappointing update. I was unable to find it. I searched all over at my local grocer, and they don't have it. Now, on the website, you can search to see if your town has it. And apparently uh-huh. my town has it, which is not surprising because I live in a, 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 a residential area of a major metropolitan area. So 
it's in the area. I just need to go to a different venue, I suppose. So I'll probably be going to Target this weekend to pick up discounted Valentine's candy at some point. So I'm going to do the search when I go. Wait, as a gift or just for no your, for myself your own, for your damn self for my own damn self. But to continue food chat just momentarily, and then we're going to get into this NBA thing we have we have to talk about. I did order, as I mentioned to you, I did order some Girl Scout cookies from my godmother's granddaughter, I guess is the best way to describe that. Um, my god great niece. I don't know how it works. Anyway, um, they arrived today. Very excited about the Girl Scout cookies. I got a flavor that I've never tried before called lemonade. Oh, it's basically a it's a shortbread lemon cookie with like a glaze. Ooh. Ooh. Top fucking shelf. We also got some, I'm going to call them Caramel Delights because I'm an East Sider. Two boxes of those. Got some cool, uh, or rather some Thin Mints, my personal favorite. And then also got a limited time flavor, which are called Toastier. It's like French toast flavored cookies. <laughs> toast. It sounds like a weird uh, Kanye flavor. Toastier. It, correct. <laughs> no, no, spelled? no relation. So it's, the no, album, just, sorry, the Metallica album yeah. I was talking about is Death Magnetic, which does not have a toilet bowl. It's got a coffin. Okay. I, I thought it had a toilet bowl. I was clearly misremembering it. Way off. And that was in the 90s. Yeah. No, that was recorded. That was released in 2008. Oh, that would have to be terrible then. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, digital so recording was not new at that point in time. No, no, no. I wasn't, I, I wasn't saying that it was new. I'm saying they took it and... Um, so there's something called Loudness Wars. I'm looking at a, a thing about recording hacks. It says, Mal- uh, Metallica's album sounds like crap. The outcry over the unlistenably loud level of Metallica's Death Magnetic CD has become one of the more visible occurrences of the Loudness Wars in the mainstream media. Now a lowest common denominator threshold has been crossed and the problem has been pushed in our faces. Hmm. So basically they, they amped up... Um, in Pro Tools, they basically just expanded the waveform so the whole fucking thing is loud, so there's no, like, subtlety or dynamic that's to the so music, stupid. and it sounds like shit. Yeah, that's really dumb. So I'm not surprised that Metallica did it, but that's a really bad decision on their part. My personal opinion. But there you have it. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was a bad decision, but... Clearly. Um, and they were, they were roasted for it. I mean, I assume roasted, not toasted. Yeah. I assume it was their producer or whoever decided to do that. Right. Yeah. Make it sound loud, or maybe they said, "Let's make it sound loud," and they had no idea what they're doing. Both possibilities. I could see it. I could see it going both ways, (laughs) for sure. Um, Okay. So yeah, Tostiers, no relation, no relationship to to Kanye or Yeezys or anything like that at all. I don't think I don't think Kanye and the Girl Scouts of America see eye to eye on. So the lemonade is like a shortbread cookie with a lemon, like frosting icing. On the bottom, yeah, yeah, right? on icing. one side. I mean, yes. it's not it's not soft. It's like a like a chocolate glaze on a sure a cookie might be. Yes, a commercial cookie. It's not. But very good. A substantial a cookie was the icing. comment I made to my wife today when we were trying them out once they arrived. Very good. I'm I'm actually upset I didn't get two boxes of those. They're pretty tasty. Yeah, had I known. Oh, and I also got Sorry. a box of just regular shortbread, too. Yeah. So you got shortbread, Kanye's, Shortbread, lemonades. Kanye's, lemonades, 
two caramel delights and a thin mint. Six boxes. Okay. I feel like the thin mint is overrated. Everybody's like, oh, I love thin mints, but I don't know. They're fine. The problem with the Thin Mint is that you have to, much like Fig Newtons, you have to eat them by the sleeve, and you only get two sleeves. So you're paying five bucks for, like, two snacks. It's not... Wait, wait, you, it's not you have a, to eat them by the sleeve? You can't I mean, have, I like, feel like it's, four of them? <laughs> no, I feel like it's legally mandated that you just... Once you open the sleeve, it's like, well, I could twist this and put them back, but they might go bad. Now, what I do, they, and I'm sure you're... Yeah, go ahead. Did they have the s'mores? The s'mores are really good. I don't know if you, you clearly didn't they, order them. but the, They did have the s'mores. I was not as familiar with those, so I passed. Also, the thank yous, I think what they're called. It's basically like the lemonades, except it's chocolate instead of lemon flavored. It's a shortbread mm. with a chocolate dip on the backside, right. on the ass right. side of the cookie, are also very yes. tasty. Mm. Yeah, I passed on that. Um, but yeah, what I was starting to say is the Thin Mints, what I like to do is what I think a lot of people do. I put them in the freezer. Get them nice and chilled so that when you throw that thin mint in, you just let it you just let it simmer for a minute. You let the heat of your mouth and you're your throwing tongue, it in your mouth is what you're saying. Throwing it in your mouth, not your asshole. Throw it in your mouth, let the heat of your tongue and the roof of your mouth just start to slowly melt that. And then it just crumbles. It's a delicious experience, not just a delicious taste. Tips from the top, folks. That's free. You That's free are advice. A weirdo. I mean, I'm not gonna deny that. Anyway. So very excited to see FedEx come by and drop off the old GSCs today. So we had a, a delivery from FedEx. FedEx from FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real discount. Uh, Is that your buddy down the company? street? FedEx. They always break shit. <laughs> they throw things well, on the porch. It's funny because this. So we since we got two kittens in October, I think. Right. Uh, my wife started using Chewy. I don't know if you've ever used Chewy. Very familiar with Chewy, yes. Dog pet food, supplier. Dog treat, cat, yeah. Pet supply you delivers. You get yeah. anything you want. So w- she started to order um, like litter and cat food on a reoccurring gotcha. basis because you get a discount if you do the continue delivery or whatever. Yeah, monthly. Uh, if you've ever owned cats or even been to the Target or whatever and seen those giant fucking things of litter, they're like, I don't know, 30 pounds. Okay. The big crates. I don't know if you've seen it. It's a big ass bucket. It's plastic. I, I think they Hard weigh plastic. Like 35 pounds. Oh, yeah. So yes. the, Chewy sends a gigantic box that has one of those in it, plus a huge bag of cat food, and we bought some other stuff. The, the FedEx guy, I see him drive into our driveway. He walks up sort of our little pathway to our front door, and I, I hear the box just go, whoop. Just, like he just fucking threw it to the ground because the box weighs probably like close to 50 pounds. I'm like, I'm sure he's like, fuck this chewy shit. Right. But he just tossed it from like he didn't bend down and try to set it down. I just went Oof, and sort of Wait, threw he, it down. He didn't use a uh, what do you call it? A hand crate? Hand a dolly? Cart? A dolly? No. That would be more time than it was worth for him, I assume. Yeah, but if I'm a look, I'm a I'm a wimp. I, I weigh less than 150 pounds. But if I had large packages all day long that I was taking, like I'd use that every chance I could get because my back would be like "fuck you" and it would throw itself out. Well, maybe that's how it works out. Is I think I think yes. that's probably on the heavier end of boxes that they have to lift. I think most <laughs> oh, of those things, sure. like the UPS delivery drivers ads that I've seen before, I think they say must be able to lift 50 pounds or something. A max so. of 50 pounds. Yes, correct. Yeah. I so right. I think this is I this feels like it would be on the heavier end of what he was required to carry. So, well, the question becomes, 
Did you go outside and open the box and bring in the items one at a time, or did you pick up the box no, and bring I it in? I picked it. It's, it's not un, like that unwieldy. Like it's right. a big box, but you yeah. can it has it has the little handhole cutouts. Like I picked it up and brought it inside. So, just to give them free pub, would you, if a friend asked you, would you suggest they use FredEx or? <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm, I I gotta say, I'm a little annoyed at Fred for just tossing for our dropping shit on the your ground. shit <laughs> because we we also got like a new litter scoop and some wet cat food or something. Any, okay. If there were anything fragile in there, it could have easily been shattered. Because, I mean, right. not entirely Fred's fault. It was a little bit of Chewy's fault. Like they didn't. Ha- there was no like packaging bits on the inside. Maybe they decided there's nothing in here that's really breakable. Right. Because um, we got a litter scoop, but it was like aluminum or something or some kind oh, of metal. Oh, so it wasn't, so it wasn't it plastic. But if had it been plastic, it would have been shattered by that big Insta ass shatter. yeah. litter thing. So, I don't know. Fred Fred could be a little more gentle. Chewy could probably be a little more Package things better. thoughtful in how that – But I appreciate that they're – I mean that they're not adding extra packaging. I know it says on their box, we try to group your shipments together for fewer boxes. Sure. Sort of the complete the, opposite yeah. of Amazon, where like I ordered two two things. I didn't put them in the same order, but they came on the same day and in separate and lots packages. of extra packaging. Now, if I'm not mistaken, there's an option on Amazon.com where you can, add, especially around holiday time, yeah, you can yeah. say group, group these together. Shipments. And I should do that, but now that I can get a lot, uh, Baltimore is near like one of their distribution hubs, so we can get a lot of stuff mm. one day. The one day is pretty sweet. I can order it before like 5 p.m. and get it by 5 p.m. the next day or something. Are you? I assume you guys are not in range to get the 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 choppers, the little uh, drones. The drones? Do they do that for real? They do it in. It's limited cities, but I know they do it in like Seattle and. Oh, I thought I I I remember seeing the ad for it and people were sort of freaking out, but I didn't think they had actually launched it. I have not seen a drone. They literally have launched it. Um, <clears throat> by the way, speaking of just, just just to circle back, um, I hear Fred X is. <laughs> why am I walking down this path? I hear Fred X is embroiled in a class action lawsuit because they're only hiring guys named Fred <laughs> to deliver their packages. Is that true? Have you heard that as well? Uh, yeah, there's a dude named John that lives in the neighborhood, and he was very pissed that he couldn't work for Fred X. Although See, it does sound like a cool straight edge brand <laughs> member name. Respect the X. X Fred X. <laughs> X Fred X. I was going to name that the name of the episode, but I feel like we should trademark that before I put that out there. X Fred X, sure. In the ethos, X Fred X. Get a couple former WSBS staffers involved. They'll, they'll respect it. Um, anyway. You know, okay. There's like a pot belly hidden in the Fred X logo, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. That's good. Um, so let's start the show. Welcome to the show, ladies and gents. <laughs> this is a long cold time. open. <laughs> February 10th, longest cold open in the history of the show. Um, you wanted to talk about NBA shot pop shot. Top shot. Top shot. Let's let's talk about this. I've done zero research. So here's my understanding. Okay. It's sort of a cryptocurrency slash collectible. It's kind of like a digital trading card. I've okay. heard several people referred to it as a non-fungible token, which I guess is something that they say in cryptocurrency world. 
but basically you buy highlights or you can buy highlights from your favorite player or any player they mm -hmm. they decide some highlights are going to be more valuable so there might be a lebron dunk where they only make 50 of them 50 is the smallest number of these that they will make okay and then they might also have like a kelly Oubre jump shot where they make 50,000 of them the kelly Oubre one is valued now at like a dollar <clears throat> and the LeBron dunk is like, I think they're trading at like 20 or hundreds of thousands of dollars or something. Okay. Now you don't, you, you own this in your wallet or whatever. Right. But, um, there's nothing really exclusive to it. Like I can, I can go and look at the LeBron highlight just like you can, but I don't own right. it. But right. if I own it, I can sell it for that number. It's a limited thing. It's it's sort of just kind of a made-up value. Like, it's weird to me that, like, it's it's sort of like cryptocurrency in that, like... Made-up value. You're, yeah, you're, tra you're trading... You're paying money for nothing. You're paying money right. for something that on spec. we yeah. say is worth money, but it's only worth money if people believe it's worth money. If somebody but it's, it. it's, it's tied to... A basketball highlight. It's sanctioned by the NBA, so this is an official licensed product of the the NBA. Okay. And uh, yeah, you can trade, you can buy and sell. There's a, a whole marketplace, obviously, for these. Um, yeah, I think it's it feels like the future of collecting, but it's also sort of a currency, and it's very weird to me that this exists. So again, I did no research because I forgot about this. You mentioned it to me last week, I think, off the air. But um, <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm reading a quick article about it. So I guess the idea is, like you said, you own an NBA dunk, an NBA dunk, a LeBron dunk, a Shaq dunk, a Kobe dunk, you know, just Lakers. Um, I think they're only doing, like, making new highlights. I don't think they're doing retroactive highlights yet. I'm sure okay. they will. So you mentioned the NBA is involved. That was a big clue for me. So the end, so this is a way for the NBA to make money as well because they're selling these. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. let's say obviously you would only buy. You own a a dame. The dame makes a big yeah, if three. I could, if I were if I were going to buy one that a I could afford and would want to have, it would be sort of the the dame dagger wave off shot over Paul George in the first round of the playoffs in 2019 or whatever that was. Right. A shot over Paul George, them. something that Every NBA player in the history of the league has, has done. Um, no, no, no. So, but I mean, to end the series with that, like, Paul I know, George with the says, wave goodbye. says it's it's a bad shot, and Dame's like, I fucking destroyed your team. I made you get traded. Goodbye, right. bitch. Like, that is what so, I would want. Is the idea that you now own, let's say you own this clip? Let's say it costs you a thousand dollars. It doesn't matter what the price is. You you pay a thousand dollars for this clip now. If anyone else wants the rights to show that clip, nope, you're earning money. No, not that. Okay, I try. It's it the the clip the the clip is kind of useless. Like you can click on it and watch the highlight, so it is tied to sort of a real thing. But you can also it's not it's not limited to Top Shot. You can still watch it on YouTube. Okay. Or, like I said, if you owned it, <clears throat> I can search it. But you can it market it. I can watch it. I don't right. think so. You don't. You don't own it in that way. You just own the top shot version of it. Okay. 
So how does the value change? Just by the scarcity and uh, say, say you, but there's no scarcity. You just said, no, there is scarcity. The, 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 yes, but only if there's a hundred of those, only a hundred people can own the top shot. Okay. Not, not nothing. It's more, that's what I'm saying. It's more like a cryptocurrency where you're owning, as I said, a non-fungible token, your own, just a, right. a thing that we say is worth a lot of money, even though it's the same data that the thing that's worth nothing is. So here's my right, final, final question. <clears throat> so I'll just ask in percentage numbers, cause we don't need to know actual dollar figures. What percentage of my niece's college fund have you sunk? Into I, I, would, I haven't put any money okay. into this. I, I just think right, it's good. I, I literally heard about it like, on a, podcast, a week ago, no 10 dunks. days ago. Yeah, they were talking about on the No Dunks podcast. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And so then, then I, I watched their YouTube thing about it. And I read a couple of things about it. It's it's definitely weird to me. Because like you say, you're, you're, you're paying to own something. But the thing you own is nothing, basically. <laughs> right. Which is weird. That is weird. I mean... That's not uh, that's not as as rare today as it was 20, 25 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, totally. Not only just oh, you I can mean, also sorry, a perfect you, example, but yeah. they they sort of tie it to be like a, a trading card because you can buy packs. <clears throat> I saw that on the website. Yeah, what is that? So like? like you can buy you can buy a cheap pack, so you can spend. I don't I don't know what the numbers are, but let's say you can spend ten dollars for a pack of five cards. Or five highlights, whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, uh, totally. There's there's sort of a guaranteed value that one of them will be worth three dollars or something. You can spend like okay. fifty dollars and you'll get a high, a more rare thing. They have different ratings for them too. I'm doing a poor job explaining because I don't know that much about it. But, you are. Okay. <clears throat> um, so you can buy packs and you can, like, sort of like packs of cards. You can sell unopened packs to people that. You know, you can say right. I could buy I could buy a mid tier pack now and sell it to someone in two years and be like, hey, this is you know this is a mid tier. It's got some good stuff, and that that stuff has certainly only gone up, which is may or may not be true. You can buy of course it's a risk. <clears throat> um, and the other thing is, a lot of the value is based sort of on the um, the status of the player or the sort of rep. So. Like the, right. I'm looking at the Top Shot website, and they have Tyler Hero. Like, if you had bought a Top Shot before, before the, the playoffs last year, yeah, yeah, yeah. you his val you would have made money or whatever on that because his you value would have paid a lower price, but now it's gone up. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like they just showed, just, they just showed yeah. a Luka Doncic one. It said it just sold for five thousand dollars. And they had a LeBron one that sold for twenty thousand dollars. I'm just again, it, it's weird because like you don't really have to own. You, like I can go and watch that same LeBron thing yeah. that someone else owns, but I don't own it. I'm just I'm just curious who who their who their customers are. Like what what types of people are buying this? Like just rabid NBA fans. Uh, I mean, I think people that are NBA fans and just uh, 
people that um, are interested in cryptocurrency, I think. Oh, I guess 25 is the min. Because I'm looking at the legendary tier, which is the most expensive. And it goes from 25 to 99 maximum editions. That's their top mm. tier. Gotcha. I don't know. What do now, you think? Now, do they have... I, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around still... it. Do, do they have a... I'm not going to go a little deep here. Some people listening will understand, some will not. Um, in, in, in the world of cryptocurrency, there are various exchanges where you can trade, like you were talking about trading you know, an unopened pack, that example you gave, perfect example, good work, where you can trade these things. You can trade coins, crypto coins, right? Yeah. Is there, a, is there an exchange hub where exchange marketplace where, where these you can make these changes? Because I'm assuming there, there I saw is a it marketplace. in some of the literature. Yeah, you can okay. trade things. It's all done through the blockchain. But I don't see that on this main page, so I'm wondering what page, if you're aware of where where I that no is. Idea. You know? I haven't I haven't okay. delved that deep. Okay, <clears throat> interesting. I mean, I'm clicking on marketplace now to see what it brings up, but uh, so they have basically basically the marketplace looks sort of like a eBay thing. Where it's like they have okay. Tyler Hero listings. It's like, and they have they list a highlight. It's a metallic gold LE Series Two. I don't know what the fuck that means. It's it's rare. It's number four ninety nine. Oh, also right. the no, the the things that you buy are serialized, or uh, so they're numbered. So like if I got if I got Kobe's eighty one eighty first point or whatever. I don't think that exists, but say that it did. Right. And I get the number, sure. and they made 100 of them, and if I buy number 81, that's going to be worth more than number 76. Also, if I get number okay. one, like it could be the player's number. And again, the value is determined by the marketplace, but um, the the one they're serial, serial numbered, so the special numbers can be worth more than just your standard right. edition. So... <laughs> I know it's stupid, but <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm looking at one <clears throat> right now. I'm, I'm in the marketplace. I've, yep. I've searched for the man, the myth, the legend, Alex Caruso. <laughs> yeah. He has Alex. a, he, uh, oh no, he has a layup to be fair. The assist was by none other than LeBron. The lowest bid price right now is $1,969. Yeah. The highest is a hundred grand. Now I know that doesn't mean someone's bid hundred grand, but basically, I assume similar to eBay, like the buy it now price, the lowest price is nineteen sixty nine for yeah. a layup. That's what I'm saying. Like the, it's <clears throat> weird that they tied it to highlights because that makes almost no sense. Like who the fuck wants to pay two grand to see Alex Caruso make a layup ever? Over and like, over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean maybe. I'd pay that for courtside seats and see him make a layup, but I'd sure as shit I'm not gonna pay two grand. Although, I mean right. it's just like it's just like any other collectible or cryptocurrency, I guess. If if you assume the Lakers win again, maybe Caruso or anyone else associated 
their value goes up. So maybe next year it's worth $4,000 or something. Right. I don't, it's, it's a weird thing for me because you're owning nothing, but it is something sort of, if you believe it, it's, it's so fucking weird. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. And again, it was in the finals. It was game six, which was the final game, but that game was a blowout. It's Caruso laying it up. Now Caruso, to his credit, Bald white guy can dunk with the best of them. Like he's he's a high flyer. This is not one of the high flying moves by Caruso. I I just yeah I, I I need to research this a little more. Maybe we can update this in a future pod. But I I'm just confused. Just the value being as high as it is, I'm confused. And and again, with all cryptocurrency, if we're if we're putting this lumping into the same category, there is a there is a value to it, but it's also a unique value. And what I mean by that is if, if you have, you know, a Bitcoin or 0.05 of a Bitcoin, you own that 0.05 of that Bitcoin. This highlight thing is is just confusing to me because... Well, it's the same thing. You own... That's, that's what I'm saying. They're serialized. So there's... I'm looking at the LeBron here. There's a dunk from a game, November 15th, 2019... There are 19 mm-hmm. listings, so it's it's in the rare category. Right. There are only 19. The lowest ask is $14,000. Right. Uh, is that worth it? I mean, <clears throat> yes, no. It It's worth it if somebody will pay for it, I guess. Yeah. I, yeah. Is this brand new? You said you heard about it on the No Dunks just a, uh, a week or two I think ago. It's, I don't think it's super old, but I think it's been around for like a year or two. I mean, the website says beta, so that's probably a pretty early sign. It's in the, the yeah, nadir phases. I don't know of... how long it's been around, but... Okay. There's also a LeBron three-pointer from the Christmas game of last year. 16 listings, and the lowest ask is $24,500. Right. That's in the I mean, legendary, I... the top tier. Yeah. So yeah. you might own... There's. It says that it's an edition of 85, so... Um, it maybe either owning 23 because it's LeBron LeBron's number might be worth, you know, $50,000 or 25 because it's on Christmas might be worth a little more. I mean, you, you can own a serialized number in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a specific thing, but I can, I, I'm pretty sure I can click on that, that thing to see it and watch the highlight. So that's the part that makes it right. weird because it's sort <laughs> you're sort of buying something, but also you don't really own it. Yeah, that's the one the thing. That is, that, that's the one where I'm struggling. Oh, the highest price is two hundred fifty thousand dollars for that thing. Um, okay. I don't I don't know who has that money, but uh, number fifty nine is two is twenty four thousand five hundred. Because that's a statistically yeah, I'm, and I'm watching movie. the highlight right now, so there's nothing like... right. Yeah, I, I went to the marketplace again. That's why LeBron. I was able to describe that Alex Caruso layup because I was watching it, watching it happen. LeBron shoots a three over Luka Doncic, which I mean, whatever. It's it's a it's a step back three, and he yeah. makes it. But don't get me started. Who cares? <laughs> Not me. I wish he'd stop doing that. Um. Yeah. Again, my my struggle is just what's the inherent value. And again, a lot of people make that argument with any cryptocurrency. What is the value? 
And when people ask me that, I say, what's the value of that rectangular piece of cotton in your wallet? Like, it's, yeah, it's, the it's same as valuable thing. as people accept it. Yeah. Uh, it just, it, this feels a little shakier because you're not, yeah, there's no physical thing. I don't know why that makes it feel shakier, but it does. Um, the one that's $250,000 is number 85 of 85. So also number okay. 11 is listed for $250,000. <laughs> I don't know why. Again, because whoever bought that originally may have paid far less than that and said, fuck it, I'll put 250. Yeah, we'll totally. see what happens. I, I get that. I mean, I, I don't know if that's, it's clearly not realistic sell, to sell, but at some point it yeah, might be. Who knows? It'll be interesting to do to see when they do Top Shot slices, where you can buy part of a piece, <laughs> part of a a slice oh, of a highlight fractional, or something. <laughs> yeah, fractional, fractional investing highlights. on Top Shot. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Talk about a money grab. Let's get as many people involved in this I hogwash mean, as we possibly well, can. If if you have a series of things that are selling for twenty five thousand dollars a piece, like I don't know. Right. Here's here. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look this up real quick. Here's the only thing, the only way I would ever get involved, and I'm gonna see if there's anything for a reasonable price. Not really. There, so you can get, I would you can for. Get, you could probably find a LeBron highlight for a common, for like five dollars. Right. They're not all crazy okay. expensive. You could. There's tons of stuff that's like under five dollars. So here's now, what I was gonna say. Granted, it's usually boring shit, but like, or of there's course. a ton of them and. It, Anybody can buy it. So will that ever go up in right. value? I don't know. Watch, watch LeBron dribble out the clock at the end of this regular season game <laughs> yeah. against Chicago. James, okay. Watch James Harden dribble for twenty three <laughs> of the twenty four second shot. Oh God, clock. that's every. <laughs> that's, that's every every, every, uh, James every top no. shot of Harden is just him <laughs> dribbling between his legs. But see, by the way, I I know we're, we're joking, but if it is a less spectacular shot, then it shouldn't be a top shot. Like that's that's bad marketing. But anyway. Here's, I just looked up James Wiseman. He was the number one pick in, in this past year's NBA draft. What I was going to say is the – oh, number two, sorry. The only thing that makes sense – who was first? Oh, Anthony – not Anthony Edwards. What was the guy's name? Who went first? That's his name, isn't it? It's Yeah, it is Anthony Edwards. But I feel like he was also the guy that got picked to the Cavs. Yeah, they Whatever, have, they're very anyway. similar. I, I keep getting them confused yeah. with each other too. It's fine. Anyway, so James Wiseman, rookie, playing very well for Golden State. My thought was, if there's one for ten or twenty bucks for him, you pick it up, you forget, forget you even own it, yeah, and then yeah. ten years from now, if he's like an all star, maybe that ten dollar investment is worth ten thousand dollars or something along those lines, or even five hundred, but or whatever, yeah, yeah, some good return on your ten bucks. Unfortunately, the only available one for James White, there's only one, and the lowest ask is three hundred forty dollars. And the top ask is a quarter million dollars. So clearly there's always that dickhead who's like, I'm just going to put a quarter million bucks on. Quarter, that must be so the max happens. you can do or something. It, it absolutely is. There's no question about it. Although I don't see the quarter million one in here. There's a 50,000. Maybe I skip past it. There's a lot. There's like 4,000. I mean, you should buy one for James 350. It must be a shitty number, I guess. Whatever that means. Yes. Yeah, whatever that I means. I mean, ironically, uh, if you bought like number Thirty-two, and then he switches teams and becomes number thirty-two. Your thing could skyrocket in value. Yeah, the quarter million one is number one eighteen. So I don't think there's really any significance. To the, yeah, I didn't for say this always one, to the clearly. I know, like for, you said, there's one. a lot of the quarter million dollar dickheads who are just trying to, to sell what they can. 
Why wouldn't you drop it a little bit? Make it two hundred grand. Make people feel like they're getting a yeah. bargain. Entice somebody. And they sh- you should be able to put that on the marketplace too. Price drop like they do on on Redfin on, and Zillow. On eBay. The house is down. You know. Yeah. On eBay. Exactly. Private offer. Seller sending you a private offer. Twelve percent off. <laughs> Look at the discount you're getting on this simple dunk that every player in the NBA can make. It's 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 something, man. It's um, yeah, that's that's something. That's all I can say. What what was the what was the consensus of the the guys on the No Dunks podcast? Uh, not. I mean, they were more just sort of doing what we're doing, explaining what it is, and sort of talking about it. Um, there's one guy who's like my age, and he was kind of like, I don't understand this at all. <laughs> like he's like, right. I don't own anything. I'm paying money for what? Um, and it's it. I I mean, sort of their conclusion in mind too is like, is this what the future of collecting is like? Yeah. It's nice to have that physical thing in your hand, but it this is this is weird because it's sort of about collecting, but it's more it seems like it's more about making money. It's almost investing. like stock. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's very strange. Yeah, it's an investment. The thing the thing that's weird <laughs> is that they're sort of smashing them together. So it's kind of like buying a stock, but uh, they also have the little highlight to make you feel like you have something as opposed yeah, to Yeah, but I, I, I wouldn't say it's too dissimilar from actually our next topic um, of, of, of cards. Like back in, back in our day, back in my day when I was a kid, you collect cards. When I was looking through these cards, I did find them. There's a story behind that, but my, my, my priciest cards. Um, I, I remember, like looking through them, I was like, I remember when I got this. I remember, you know, the card shop. I was telling Jamie, I remember what, there, there was a card shop across from Kmart. I remember what it smelled like. Like it had a particular smell, just the. Wait, fresh wasn't there a card shop next to the pizza place that I worked? Or that's the main there? one I went to. That's okay. the main one that I went to. But there was also one across from Kmart down on Two Notch. But anyway, um, but again, same thing. Uh, it was a trailer. But anyway, there were. Um, <laughs> I know what it trailer. smelled like. Bo and okay. desperation. No, no, just you know, fresh open packs of cards and the the the, the plastic gum. sheets that you put cards in just has that sort of. Oh yeah, the plastic sheet definitely has a smell. Right. So anyway, so I'm looking through the cards and I'm like, I definitely was excited to get this. A lot of the ones that I have in the super hard cases are like Magic Johnson or Atlanta Braves players or whatever. But I also, even at that young age, remember thinking, this is a valuable card. It's only going to go up in value. I remember whenever I'd get a Beckett, I'd go to 1952 Tops and see what the Mickey Mantle card was because at that point in time, that was, aside from the T01 or whatever that Hannes Wagner card is, like that 1952 Tops Mickey Mantle was like the most expensive card. And I always was curious where that price was fluctuating. So again, I wasn't thinking about long-term investing for like my retirement, but I was thinking in addition to it's cool to have cards of players from my favorite teams and my favorite players and my idols at that point in time in my life, I also thought I want to get this card because I know it's only going to go up in value because of its rarity. So Again, very similar to what we're talking about with this NBA Top Shot stuff. Maybe there's some, you know, overly wealthy father who's like, I'm going to get my son this Alex Caruso layup because he's a huge Alex Caruso fan and I have to pay 500 bucks for it and maybe it goes up in value and maybe it goes down to zero, but I don't care because my kid's going to like the fact that he has this. He can show his friends and say, I own this clip and his friends will understand what the fuck that means, but his that's okay. Say, yeah, I can look at the same thing on my phone. Yeah. <clears throat> 
do yeah, it. Yeah, so it's like, we're all watching it. What, what? <laughs> He's laying it in. I don't understand the, the value here. Um, Your dad paid so, for this shit? Yeah. We've said it many times, Bill. Your dad is too rich. I don't know why kids name be Bill. William, Willie, whatever. <laughs> Little Billy. <laughs> Little Billy. There you go, Billy. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Billy go Bob. Straight to William. Billy Bob Warbucks. Anyway. So let, let me talk about these baseball cards for a minute. Tell me about them. Because we talked about it, I think at the end of last, I think we actually talked about it on the air last week, on the air. Yeah. Over the podcast. We yeah, talked about air, how we were going to sure. do that this week. And I was, I even said on the pod, yeah, go ahead. I even said <laughs> that the cards are in the closet six feet from me because I have, I had a very large plastic tote and a box of baseball cards. And I was certain that was where this particular small box of my most prized cards would be found. That night I went and looked. Forecasting, that's not where it was. You are correct. That night I went and looked. Yeah. Foreshadowing, that forecast. <laughs> forecasting, partly cloudy for, skies, and that's not where they were. <laughs> yes. The snow over um, Scott's head was. Uh... Oh, the Charlie Brown cloud was alive and well for several days. But anyway, so I went and looked just kind of quickly. And I didn't see it. I was like, oh, maybe it's in one of the boxes in the basement because we have several boxes that from the from our move that we never really done anything with that are sitting in the basement. I was like, I'll look at it tomorrow. So we recorded last week, I think on a Thursday, maybe a Wednesday. doesn't matter. I think it was a Wednesday because it was the third. So on Thursday, took a little break from work that morning, strolled into the basement. There are a couple boxes labeled baseball cards. I went into both of them Still didn't find my box. I was like, what the fuck? This, this, the small box with the valuable cards. Over the weekend, I went in the basement for a much longer period of time, went into other boxes that were not labeled baseball cards. I was like, maybe I segmented it out or segregated this particular box of my favorite and most expensive cards and put it elsewhere for safekeeping. I tore up every box in the basement that was on... The, the the basement bedroom, if you will, is kind of split into Jamie's shit and my shit. The bedroom. I looked at, yeah, I looked in every box that was on my half of the room that was my shit, and I never found it. I came back up here. I went into this closet six feet away from me, went through very detailed, like looking at every single nook and cranny, didn't find it. That that lasted Where like all weekend. Got, get to the punchline. Cut, cut to Monday. I'm like, I'm going to start going through this house one room, like room by room and marking off the room saying, all right, it's definitely not Tearing there apart. until I figure this out. And Jamie's like, did you look in, you know, what is essentially her half of the, the basement? And I was like, no, it's all like, it's all clothes and like clothes for goodwill. It's just a bunch of like her shit. Like that's always how I pictured it. So I was like, all right, I'll look through it just to see, you know, maybe a box was misplaced. Can I, be- can I bet that it's in there? If you want to ruin the story, sure. So I walk in. <laughs> I'm I'm not lying to you. Within eight inches of the entrance to the room, just to the left, is one box of mine. And that's where it was. It was right on top. It was just sitting there mocking me the whole time. I'd walked by it 20 times looking in the other box. Do you box. know why you had placed it in there? Or, do you, or were you angry and blaming your wife for putting it in there? What's How did it happen? My suspicion... My suspicion is that because normally if I'm walking into an empty room with with a box or a bag and I know I'm going to bring a lot more boxes and bags, I walk to the far end of the room and place things down, right? So that I can fill the room up towards the door. 
So my, my thought sure. is five plus years ago when we moved into this house, I'd done that with all these other boxes and I got to the very end and the box that holds these cards that I'm now looking at was probably towards the end of the unload. I'm just assuming. And I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll just throw it here real quick. And then shortly thereafter, Jamie started bringing out a bunch of her shit and surrounding it. And so it just kind of got lost in the shuffle. And it was mm-hmm. after I'd finished that it was kind of more established. This half is Jamie's stuff. The other half is my stuff. And that was so you got, put it in a again, temporary spot and it became permanent. Right. Until. And never moved it. Recently. Until two days ago when I found it and it was like a fucking kid in a candy store, man. So what do we got? So excited. Find these cards. All right. So we're not going to look at all of them because there's, there's dozens, but I am going to look not, at my we're most We're on a podcast. By the we're way, not going to look at any of them. I know. Within this little box, do you see the box that I'm holding? You can see the yep, size. Yep, 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 yep. Just you. No one else can see it. I also have little sheets of paper that are labeled $2, $3, $4. So as I was reading in Beckett what Wait, the value these, was. These are your like was, divider tabs? Yeah, they're my divider tabs. So I had my $2 cards, my $3 cards, which puts it in perspective. Like th- these are my nicest cards. And I was like, oh, and then the, the last one is, let me find it here. It says over $8. Ooh. So if you made the over $8 cut, baby. Rico Get Suave. Get That's right. All right. Now, this is where I'm going to need your assistance. Probably, probably about the time when it was, when you were doing this. Uh, but yeah, probably was. <clears throat> Middle school age. I'm going to need your assistance with this because I started looking these okay. up on eBay. And the prices, the price range is just fucking ridiculous. So I'm very annoyed by that because I don't know what to believe. Of course. Like, I have a card. We'll save it for last. I think it's the last one. Oh, no, it's not. I'll move it to last, but I have a card that ranged from a couple dollars to like 1700 and I don't know what to believe. So we're going to start. Are you going to look these up? Sure, you I'm, look, I'm looking. What do you, hit me, baby, one more 1977 time. 1977, Robin Yount. For those that don't know, Robin Yount played for the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm trying to show Todd Pitcher. here. 1977. Tops? Uh, good question. Yes, Tops. Sorry, I'll be sure to give you that in the future. Um, this looks like somewhere between one to ten dollars. Love it. Okay, We're he's bunting with in that photo. He is bunting in the photo. Wait, he's That's a pitcher, correct. but it, his photo is him bunting. No, 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 no. He's not a pitcher. He's a shortstop. No. I, I just realized that's what you asked me earlier. It actually says on the card, shortstop. Okay. Don't worry, folks. We only have a small handful of these. Okay. Um, all right. Next up, 1977 tops. Nolan Ryan. Ooh, that feels like it might be worth more. I'm gonna try to show Todd the picture here, so we can have the visual. Uh, it's just a straight Nolan Ryan, or is it a PSA? Straight Nolan Ryan. No, Nolan Ryan. Is this? Uh, sorry. Show it to me again. Let me make sure I'm looking at the right thing. He's just on the mound, holding his glove. Can you see that? I know the glare's bad. Uh, yeah, sort of. Let's see. I see one here for thirteen ninety nine. Thirteen hundred ninety nine? Nope. Thirteen dollars and ninety nine cents. So the this says. Uh, I think you can buy these things where like people certify them. Yes. PSA OC or something. Yep. I don't know what the fuck that means. That's but. the respected one. Yes. 
So this person has a, a like new condition, PSA 8OC, whatever the fuck that means. It's got five bids and uh, almost four days left, and it's up to $7.17. So I'm okay. guessing this one trades in the 5 to $20 range. Promising. 20, 20 on being on the very high end, but sure. See, that's bullshit. Now, this, 1977, there's another, Nolan wait, Ryan. There's another one. This one says number 650. Now, I don't know what that means. That's the Is number there... on the back of the card. That's that's what I have. You okay. probably can't see that, but you definitely the, can't see that. All right. It says this one, I guess the number 650 might be worth more because this one's listed, or it's currently got four day, almost five days left, three bids at $26.30. So you might have a... Close to thirty dollar card. Oh wait, here's another six fifty. Uh, trading at fifty one dollars. See, this is what I'm talking about. But then there's you initially said seven. Now we're up well, to fifty one. Well, but the, so here's another one. It's got two days left. Two bids. It's a near mint to mint. Uh, high grade six fifty for ninety nine cents. So I don't know what the fuck. I don't know how these are. Oh, man. <clears throat> ridiculous. All right, let's move along. We're getting into the good stuff now. Actually, let me do. Let me do. I have one more baseball, and then we'll do the three basketball cards that I have. Okay, you ready? Hold on, I'm trying to see what. Why the fuck this is so expensive? <clears throat> All right, go ahead. I don't know why. <clears throat> baseball cards right. don't make any sense anyway. Go ahead. 1977 tops. Dale Murphy rookie card. <laughs> the the Murph. What number? Number four seventy six. 476. All right. Dale Murphy's rookie looks like it's trading in the $20 to $50 range. Okay. Is it this one? Wait, is it the foursome? Yeah. The foursome. Yeah. yeah. Along with three guys I've never heard of. I may have heard of Rick Cerrone, but Gary Alexander, Rick Cerrone. Dale Murphy looks like he's about 15 in that photo. (laughs) The Murph. Did he make the Hall of Fame? I believe that he did, yes. He better have. He deserved it. Rick Cerrone looks like total 70s sleazeball or 80s. Like that stash on that dude is like super sketchy. I mean, again, this is, yeah, this is, uh, this is 1977, you know. It's not, uh. Also, look at these dudes on this, uh, this card. Sorry, we. We can post this photo to the Instagram. None of oh, these yeah, none of these guys really look like professional athletes to me. I'm it's just their head, so it's hard to get to a lot fair, of chiseled yes. body definition, but uh Rick doesn't look like tip top shape, neither does Gary. Right. I guess Kevin and Dale look a little fitter, but I don't know. <laughs> it's it's just it's interesting how the uh the culture of appearance has has changed in the last oh mightily yes 40 plus years 45 years it absolutely has and by the way disappointing to re- reveal this murph is not in the hall of fame hmm. even though he's a two-time mvp winner i mean he played for a very shitty team for the majority of his career he went to philly at the end of his career but still that's that's disappointing yeah, someone's anyway, trying to okay. sell one for like a buy it now price of a hundred dollars. 
Okay. And I'm also seeing one for 79 cents. So I I have no fucking clue what anything is worth as far as... I don't, it doesn't seem like anyone knows what these cards are worth because they're all Clearly. over the place. Yeah. By the way, I'm looking at Murph's salaries. It's incomplete because he started in 77. They didn't start keeping these statistics until 81. But over his entire career, he made $19.7 million. That's it? It's not, it's, it's not fair to me that you got fucking chumps who ride the bench in the NBA making that in a year. And Murph battled 162 games a I, year. I don't feel like there are a lot of bench players making 19 mil a year, but yeah, I see. All right, whatever. There are plenty of big men who recently signed five-year deals True. for 220 million. <laughs> so three years ago, they were getting paid 30 million a year and playing none. Yeah, Murph played. They all play 20 for the seasons. Cavaliers right now. Yeah, good point. Anyway, okay, three cards left. All basketball cards. We're going to shift sports here. Hit me. Keep a track at home. First up is my signed David Robinson card. So this one's going to have, this one's going to be tough. It's a David Robinson Skybox 9091. Number 260. The foil? The foil? No. I feel like Skybox had some foil logos. Oh, no. 9091? 9091. So his is, second does it year have card. sort of di- like diagonal. Let me see the photo. I can't see. You're not holding up the camera. All right. Uh, I see one for ten dollars. Another one for ninety. See what value cents. do I? What value do I put on the signature I, though? Uh, let me question. see if I can find signed. Let's see if there are any going on eBay signed. I feel like that's the tough part. To no, not, none signed. That's a shame. But unsigned, it looks like it's worth five to twenty dollars, maybe. Okay. I'll take it. All right. Two more. For a dollar. I don't. You can also get it for a dollar. Looks like. <laughs> Two more. Both the same player. Okay. I'm debating which one to do first. I'll do this one first. All right, 1980 tops. Magic Johnson. We looked at this one last week, right? Magic Johnson. We may have. Number 237. Now, there's a lot. It's a triple card. He's in the middle. Maurice Cheeks is on the left. Oh, Mo Cheeks. And Ron Boone is on the right. Yeah, Mo Cheeks, back in the Sixers uniform with the shorty shorts. Now, this one appears to be worth the most. That's what I'm thinking. There's, I see one with four days left, four and a half days left for $28. But there's also nice sort of oh. a couple buy it nows, one for 200 bucks and one for 286 Okay. I mean, I would think so. This thing is in great shape. I should have mentioned that. Some of the cards we've already looked at are not the best cuts. The shape is fine. The corners are good, but they were clearly like cut incorrectly. But this one is 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 solid. It's a nice cut. So that's the best price you can get is two fifty ish. You're saying? Uh, the the best price I see is two eighty six. Okay. And how now much time is, is left a, on that one? That's a PSA. No, that's a buy it now price. PS, okay. uh, not a PSA. Some other company. That's the one that has this. Has who's on it? Oh wait, this is a different one. Never mind. Yeah, there's a couple. He's on a couple. It's weird. They did those. I think that's his rookie card. 
Okay. Who else is on it with him? Maurice Cheeks and Ron Boone. It's card number 237. Actually, there's three numbers. That's crazy. 237, 18, and 178. Hold on. Let me see that makes you... it easier. Yeah, back in the day, while Todd's looking that up, back in the day, Tops, I think for two straight seasons, they literally have a, a serrated edge cutting the card up into thirds. So what, what year is this? 1980. 8081 or 7980. Because all 80, the ones 81. I'm seeing are 8081, but it's Magic, John Long, and Ron Boone. I know. I've seen that one. This one's Magic, Ron Boone, and more Mo Cheeks. Hold on. Maybe that one's worth more. Probably not. Let's hope so. I don't know why I keep holding up the camera because you're not looking at it. I can't see it that well. All right, Mo Cheeks. Ooh, hold up. Price PSA, PSA nine there mint, five hundred bucks. Hey now. Also seeing it for twenty five dollars. And there's <clears> another one for. That guy's two, a fucking moron. Two twenty five. It looks. Eh, boop, boop. Um. All star centered. Yes. Magic Johnson. This one's 460. It's got three, 33 bids. I think if you get a a near mint PSA whatever rating on this, I think you can sell it for several hundred dollars. See, now as someone who's sold stuff on eBay before, and I have not for two full decades. Oh, the, there's like one listed here for uh, $4,800. There we go. Now, this is a no PSA bids. 10. I think that's the highest that's gotta be the higher, the ranking highest, you can get. Yeah. Like still in the pack? How the fuck do you get a 10? I don't I know. I feel like once it touches so, oxygen, it goes to like 9.5. So, yeah, this is a it's, it's a mint PSA 10, gem mint, whatever the fuck that means. Um, mm. It has Sounds 27 up. watchers at $4,800. So that... <laughs> Free shipping, by the way. If you want, if you want to drop forty-eight hundred dollars on this, uh, I would think card, so. Piece of cardboard, yeah. we'll ship it to you for free. Maybe even insure it. Um, I certainly would. I, I, yeah. Obviously, grading is everything on this. I don't understand why yes. that one and this other one that's a PSA eight, which seems like a reasonable grade, based right. on what I can tell. Um, is like a tenth of the price. Yeah, I'd have to do more difference. research on what the fuck that means. Okay. Or you okay. Final one. The, yeah, this PSA yeah, nine is. No, no. Before I get the final one, I was, I was, I, I, I was starting to ask. So, in your humble opinion, if there is such a thing. Do I, should I watch, should I watch a number of them and see where they finish? That's is there a place on eBay where you can look up ones that have sold? And once it's sold, a it's kind of gone. Do, I think there's a way to do, <clears throat> you can search for completed auctions, but I looked for it the other day and I couldn't find it. Um, there are probably sites, like there, there's a site for records called PopSyke, P-O-P-S-I-K-E, okay. where you can look up a record and it will list um, like what it's sold for on eBay, which is good for pricing, but 
Um, right. I they don't. They, I mean, they don't do cards on that, as far as I know. I don't think so. But what's sure. what's the last sure. one? What are we looking at? It seems like it's gonna be right. hard to beat that one. But last one, nineteen eighty one, tops, Magic Johnson, number twenty one. Card number 21, number 32 in your program, obviously. The legend. 21. <clears throat> now he's, he's driving down the lane, about to lay it in. So, again, wild, <coughs> wild variants here. I've got yeah. a PSA 6 for $600. I've got a just regular card, short print, whatever the fuck that means, uh, for... 425 I'm seeing 1500 now see these ones that are listed okay this one's 1500 it's a it's a PSA near mint mint 8 Hall of Fame I assume Hall of Fame is the edition um, okay that one's $1500 and has 17 watchers so that if there's that many watchers usually it's not an unreasonable ask right. 17 people are at least willing to pay that, if not a little more. Well, maybe, maybe not. I mean, I watch stuff that I'm never going to buy just because I'm curious what it, like. It could be somebody like you. They're like, oh, I have a Magic Johnson card. I wonder how much I can sell it for. Um, right. I can't I can't tell the the quality of your card. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to show. This one is, given its age of 40 years, this one is, is has pretty clean lines. The cut was definitely one of the best. Of the cards that, that we've been looking through. Again, medium yeah, I don't, factory. I don't know. I mean, it looks like it could be worth a lot or a smaller lot. I mean, there's another oh, so PSA. <laughs> that same card. Uh, see, this is interesting. It says Mint First Solo Rookie. So maybe the season before there was not Magic Johnson by himself on a card. Is what that implies there to me. There was not. That's correct, because it was tops. So this is his first cutter. solo card. Okay, hence the uh, value. This one's mint. PSA nine it has twenty four watchers, and it's listed at five grand. Now we're talking. So you need to get that shit rated, and if it's rated well, let people know. If it's not, <laughs> just well, just lie. This one <laughs> is a PSA four. It's listed for four fifty. So who the fuck knows? I know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Does the PSA four one look like it's been put in somebody's spokes on their bike? Um, it looks almost exactly the same to me as the other ones. Possibly the same photo. Although, hold on, is yours have sort of a around the? There's like the pink border of the image. Outside okay. of that, is the card white? Yes. One of these looks like it was black. Maybe that's just the case. It must be. It could be the shadow case, yeah. The shadow box. Yeah, I'm looking at this other one that's like $5,000. It looks pretty much the same to me, but I, there there clearly are things that I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. Obviously. Sometimes it's nice to, you know, they have description. Um... This just says, Solo Rookie, condition is brand new, shipped with first class. I, I don't know why it's... I don't know who grades these things. Gotcha. 
feels like this is the kind of thing that would get returned. Possibly. So I don't know. It's that, that one's definitely valuable potentially. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause here's mm-hmm. another one. Uh, sorry. Second year 21 must grade. It says EM uh, excellent mint plus plus. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that means. Um, it says I'm not a professional grader, but for the, age this card looks to be a must grade card is in fabulous condition it is uh it's an auction has six days left but has one bid at 99 cents so i mean i'd watch (laughs) that one to see like what it goes goes. for i mean the the photos it looks fucking pristine to me yeah but it's ungraded i think the grading is what gets you value clearly yeah for sure now, how what the process is, I have no idea. There's that Ken Griffey Jr. we were talking about last week. Oh, yeah. You can see that. Got so many of these. So many. If only they were valuable. That'd be amazing. Oh, there's a okay. PSA homepage. Oh, by the way, I, went, I, I looked to find uh, Beckett, which was the source back when I was a kid for, again, pricing cards. Beckett has an online presence, not surprisingly, but you have to pay like a monthly, well, you can, you can, there's a variety of ways you can do it, either a one-time fee or a monthly fee or an annual subscription in order to have access to the prices for all these cards, which I guess makes sense because they're probably not selling many catalogs anymore, but I was kind of annoyed by that at the same time. So you can, sorry, I'm looking at the PSA service pricing. Uh, You can have your cards authenticated and graded. Offers a wide variety of service levels. You can have 20 cards, the value level. Um, yeah. Ten. It's $10 a card to have it graded with a $199 maximum declared value. I don't know what the fuck that means. <clears throat> I mean, I know what that means, but I don't know why. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. So, like... There's one. It says Super Express, two hundred dollars a card, two business days, five thousand maximum declared value. I don't know why. Like, how much you pay is the maximum? Yeah. Why value. is there tops for that? That's stupid. That's actually very stupid. I I don't understand. So is this the? You're on the PSA website? Yeah, psacard.com. Yeah, I, I, again, I don't know anything about this, so it makes no sense to me, but. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm looking, we were talking about the grading. So I'm on that PSA site looking at, they actually have prices. This may be a better place to go for me, but they have. The 1952 tops, Willie Mays, right? Of a grading, a grading of five, they value at thirty six hundred dollars. A grading of nine is a quarter million dollars. Eight and a half, eighty five thousand, eight thirty eight five. So like, there's a huge jump when you make it into the upper echelons of of the value. And here's that Mickey Mantle card that I've been telling you about long ago. A five is worth forty seven thousand five hundred. 
a nine is worth $4.25 million and everything in between. Jackie Robinson, 100,000. Like, this is wild. So now I want to look at, hang on, now that I said that, let me look up the. So I'm looking up the Magic <clears throat> Johnson. Oh, you're on the is side. The Hall of Fame? Thing. Is that what you said? I think so. Let's see. Oh, I feel like this is all baseball that I'm looking at. Do they separate baseball and basketball? They must. Oh, yeah. So the Magic Johnson, it's interesting. They they show you current bids on it. It says, okay, Magic Johnson, card number 21. An 8 is $325. A 9 is 950 And a gem mint is 10 Or, sorry, is 8300 <laughs> That's Ooh. crazy. The 9 to the 10 is like... <clears throat> yeah. Ten times the price. Ten times the value? That's fucking insane. It doesn't seem fair. Bastards. Yeah, I think oh, this wait, might so be the Oh, wait, so there's the Hall of Fame and the Hall of Fame West. Do you have the Hall of Fame West? Let me see. No, it's not. You have the the regular one. Yeah, he's going for the layup. He's breaking down the well, defense. He's, he's going for the layup in the other one, too, so that's not... Oh. But this is the one where he's in the air, like has the ball at his mid at his chest, basically. That's correct. And yes. there's two guys framing him on either side. Two two Washington bullets. Yeah, yeah. Nothing they can do to stop him. Yes, that's good news is that's the more valuable of the two. Love it. Um yeah, that's card number one oh nine. You have card number twenty one. So yeah, it yes, looks I like probably. if you can get to an eight, it's worth at least three hundred bucks. Okay. Uh, but the the Larry Bird card is a little more valuable. Woo. If you had the Larry Bird from that year, card number four. Mm-hmm. Yes. A nine's getting you eleven hundred dollars plus a ten twenty thousand dollars plus. Wow. Who boy. Case in oh. point, ladies and gentlemen. Baseball cards have value. So if you collected cards as a kid, specifically if you're a bit older than cards. me, or basketball cards, specifically if you're older than me, uh, check it out. They Wait, let me see what let me see what the the 1980 is on here. The, oh, the 1980 magic. Yeah, yeah. Let's figure that out. Yeah, definitely have to look Jesus. up some of these cards. There's a clearly a bird magic and somebody else that's worth three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Whoa, that's a good one to have. You had cheeks, right? Cheeks and Boone. Cheeks and Boone. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's not worth anything. That's number seventy-five. <sighs> Don't tell me it's not worth anything. No, it's not number seventy-five. Oh, sorry, that's it's got, price, 75. It Mo has three Cheeks, numbers. Magic and Boon, yeah. That's only worth 75, 200, and 400. That's not nothing. Yeah, but, card. I mean, compared to your other one. Look, I'm realistic. I know it's not going <laughs> to ping as a $47,000 card, but it would just be nice to know it's gone up in value a little bit. That's all. You understand. Yeah. It, I mean, basketball cards are definitely the more valuable. I wonder if I can look up the David Robinson on here. 
What year was that? This is the Skybox podcasting. This is, yeah, this is what going was down that? in the ethos is the worst. <laughs> uh, I think it was 92 Skybox. No, I'm sorry. 90, 90, 91. Right? Yeah. So 19, it, but it's, it's listed as 1990. All right. This is the last one. And then I'll stop. This is, this is fun to do though. Yeah. Uh, 1990 Skybox. Dave Rob. The Admiral. D Rob. In the house. What you got? Uh, Lay it on me. It doesn't it doesn't have it listed. You can get a Vladi Devox. For, for eighty five cents, I bet. Now if you get the gem, it's forty dollars. Oh. Okay. I don't I don't know. I won't bore anyone else. It's weird if David Robinson didn't show up. That is weird. What the hell? Some bullshit. Anyway, okay. Uh, I'm continuing to look at these. We're both distracted. This is not not good radio. Um, <clears throat> oh, I also had a Don Sutton card. Don Sutton. I think he recently passed, so I thought maybe that would go up in value, which mm. sounds morbid, but I was curious. He was he was known more as a broadcaster than he was as a uh, player. As a players. What about player? So I don't think I don't think that would have quite as much value, but I will be spending some time here on the PSA site <laughs> over the uh, next. You have to pay six hundred dollars to see that it's worth seventy five. Yeah, that's crazy, and that's the thing. I, I'm I'm making the mistake of looking at the the ten column. I'm certain none of my cards are a ten. Like I feel like ten is literally, you took it out of the package, immediately put it in a very secure case, and never touched it, and like kept it in an airtight humidifier or something. I don't know, or not humidifier, dehumidifier, humidor, or kept in humidity. I don't, know. yeah, humidor. A, whatever, a perfect, whatever I was trying uh, to say. There. Equilibrium for the cardboard. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't work out too well now that I say it, say it out loud. See, this is bullshit. 1977 top. Hang on a second. Dale Murphy rookie card, 1200 bucks. What the fuck? Anyway, is that what right. you have? Is it a solo rookie or is it the group rookie? Oh, yeah, I have the group rookie. That's right. And nobody wants Maybe the that's the... Yeah, nobody wants that group shit. That's a good point. I've been I've been rooked into thinking that those are valuable. I think a lot of those were gifts. I know that Magic Johnson card was a gift. That's for sure. So, anyway, all right. Um, thanks for listening through that, folks. I know that was probably a tough one. If you're still with us, God bless America and God bless you. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we're going to call it a show. Uh, Valentine's Day coming up this Sunday. By the way, just found out today, for those that are huge fans, which is most of our listeners, Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show has been moved to June and it's going to be what? outdoors. So normally Ooh. it's the... Does that does that uh, change change the the does favorites? Change what? I, Outdoors, like is it, does it need know. to be a hardier breed, or are there frail toy pups in danger? I wouldn't think in a so. Hot I mean, summer's it's, day? Is again, it in it's New York. It's. I just said it's outdoors. It's somewhere in residential New York. So residential I, New York in June I could said, be quite I meant warm. New York. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It could be swampy. The, yeah. I feel like I mean, the uh, the trainer, what do they call the people that walk the dogs around? 
handlers. The handlers, the handlers, yes. They're not always the fittest group. I know they do the little Oftentimes the very fat, yes. <laughs> so if it's like 95 degrees and they're trotting around sweating their asses off, yeah. there might be some... They're the ones taking their life at risk. Yeah. They're the ones that are that are going to be in trouble. So anyway, I found that out. So uh, I, I literally was just searching because they, they've it's now on FX1 or no, Fox Sports 1 or 2. I don't know. One of those Fox Sports channels. And I was like, where the fuck? I went to next Monday, which is where it normally would be. It wasn't there. I was like, that's bizarre. And come to find out, that's why. So um, check your local listings in June. I'll try to remind you here on the pod. June. When... Uh, when the Westminster kind of club dog show resumes makes its triumphant return. Have Don't you, worry. The streak just, will continue. Just a real yes. quick tease. Have you watched WandaVision? Do you have, you don't have Disney. Plus, no, do you? I do. Jamie, Jamie purchased it. I have not watched that. I've been intrigued to watch it though. I see a lot of people commenting on it. I'm a fan of it's the, the lesser known Olsen that plays the female lead. I'm a fan of some of her other work. So for that reason, if nothing else, I would be curious to watch it. Why do you ask? Uh, because we sort of watched the first episode. and Or actually, I didn't quite finish the first episode. I've heard a lot of good things about it. But I'm not like a super close follower of the Avengers. So I feel I have like, no fuck. I couldn't name a single Avenger. Well, I have no idea what's going on with the Avengers. I, you know, I've heard good things about the show, but I honestly have no fucking clue what I'm, what's going mm-hmm. on. I mean, you know the so you premise think you of the do show. Need it's to sort know. of, a, I don't know. It's you know, it's sort of a parody of like a '50s kind of sitcom or something. Yeah, I think I assume something thing. else happens, but like in the first half or three quarters of the first episode, fucking nothing happens. I don't, it's very weird. Hmm. So if you if you watch the first episode, I mean, we can talk about it next week. Okay, maybe I'll do that. I'll have to finish the first episode. But... Did you fall asleep? Just a minute. No, I just was like, uh, it was one of those and things where you just start looking at your phone and you're like, oh shit, I'm not paying attention. Right. Because nothing was happening. So was come at me, episode. Wanda fans. I don't, I don't give a shit. <clears throat> yeah. I, I legit is Iron Man an Avenger. I, I have no fucking idea. I haven't seen yes. any of those. Movies. Or he's part of the, the MCU. I don't know if he's an Avenger. I don't know. There's two. It's funny because I read like X Men comics and stuff growing up, but like right. you're people a comic going, nerd, fucking yeah. ape shit. I don't like all this. There's all these. Here's what four again, million fucking movies. I don't. What the hell? Yeah, I was about to say, and we we don't need to get into it because we're at ninety minutes. But what I don't understand is why is it that every fucking movie that comes out is somehow related to that universe? It's like because I don't give two shits about it. I feel like I, I mean, I wouldn't go see a movie now anyway, but if we were in a regular world, I feel like there's no need to go to the movie theaters because there's no fucking movies besides these superhero movies. It's very annoying to me. I sound like an old man. Get off my lawn. That's a whole separate conversation where all we have is like comic book movies and remakes, but that's what I mean. Yeah, I I get it. It's guaranteed. They're guaranteed to make money, but they also cost $300 million. How about some creative ideas? Like let's get some good flicks going out there again. Those are are straight to Netflix. We'll kick I mean, that every, can to next week as well. Everything is right now, but everything is straight to Netflix. And we also need to talk about the the dual releases because I saw another movie is doing that. I can't remember which one is doing in theaters and on Hulu. I know HBO Max has a few that are coming out. They're doing it all year long. Yeah, I think um, HBO Max a number of their flicks got several of the. Uh, they have all of DC. Yeah, it's again, it's one of those chains of of uh, superhero stuff. So. 
we need to talk about that too because the wife and I got an argument about the economics of it and we can we can take a deep dive into that so <laughs> a lot coming up in the next couple of weeks Ooh. a lot in store for you write that shit down so we don't yeah. forget I okay I can do that alright so thanks for sticking around Jesus uh, no chance anyone's still listening yeah but if you are you're a true fan thanks thanks Juan alright um, thanks for listening gracias <laughs> and we'll Gracias. Mucho gracias. And we'll be back next week. And until then, everybody. Peace.